The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's All Sports Talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Monday edition. Monty Hale here, pinch hitting for Tim Tackett, who I think is at spring training. Um, joined today by Jeff Jordan. Jeff, how are you? Doing super, Monty. Got a lot cold, of, but super. Got a lot of stuff to go over. Yeah, it's getting it's uh, cold, huh? going to get warmer yeah we're going to have some nice weather we're coming up here good weather this week i know uh got the warrior classic and all kinds of stuff coming up um spring sports in full swing though a lot of a oh. lot of baseball tennis all yeah. that kind of stuff's happening a lot of um first district games cranking up this week the series they have the David Price Rule Series. <laughs> <laughs> Always found a way to mention David Price. A lot went on over the weekend, though. A lot to get into. I don't know where we'll start. Uh, I guess we can start with the TSSAA tournament. Uh, both weeks wrapped up. Both Blackman teams make it. Both Blackman teams lose in the first round. Of course, obviously, the uh, Lady Blaze lost a really tight one, 55-53. Would have liked to have seen what they could have done uh, against the Bradley Central team, who, you know, pretty well cruised through it. That bracket was brutal. I mean, you had yeah. Beard, you had Bearden, who was the defending champs, and Bradley and Cookwell and um, uh, Blackman all in there together. But you know, good year by Jennifer and them again. Right. I I, uh, I happened to run into the uh, Bradley Central team because I guess I suppose if you look at the whole the years that the tournament has been played since the early 50s maybe the most the, the team that shows up the most uh, perhaps is bradley central but i, I saw them having dinner at uh, uh at nemesis one night and they didn't look particularly impressive to me but evidently that was incorrect <laughs> not the all airport team no but, uh, no I showed up when we got to the court huh? <laughs> and then on blackman boys you know improbable run to the state uh you know, we mentioned several occasions, had to play a play-in game just to get in the Final Four of their own district tournament, go all the way, a lot to build on there. Um, you know, I know they're disappointed they didn't play better against Independence, who's a very experienced team. I think they had eight seniors, um, finished in, ended up runner-up, but a lot to build on, you know, starting three sophomores and a junior. Well, we were talking with, uh, with the broadcaster here, Brian Barrett, earlier today, and uh, at one time, and then nothing, nothing. There's nothing wrong with this record, particularly. But but the the Blackman boys were 15 and 10 at one time, 
And and if a team is 15 and 10 with two weeks to go in the season, you really don't expect them to be in the state tournament. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but you just really don't. Um, and so what do they do? Well, they win seven in a row. And they didn't have to leave home to do it, which is not their fault. They set the district there a long time ago and the region there a long time ago. And they had to have a play-in game, as you just mentioned. And they ended up 22-10 and 10 and in the state. Um, even that's not a really good record, is it? 22-10 and 10 for a state tournament team. Not really mm-hmm. a good record. But, it, you know, they won at the right time. Uh, and then and then they got beat, so they ended up twenty two and eleven, which is a, you know it's another great year by Barry Workman, who and, and you know Monty, he's had some great years. He's had state championship and so forth, but this kind of thing, I don't know how you feel about it, but this year, it really kind of solidifies the fact that that he's one of the best coaches in the state. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, he's got a he's got a program. He's got a culture, a way they do things, and um, he's. He and I'm not saying he's rules with an iron fist, but you're going to do it his way, right? Uh, because there's plenty of people waiting to to be part of that team, you right. know. Um, uh, they the players buy into what they're doing. Uh, they buy their time. Now, some of them didn't have to this year just because of the way the you know the numbers added up. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's a lot like Oakland football. A lot of times. You don't see a lot of heavy playing time till you're a junior over there. But, you know, obviously in this case, three sophomores and a freshman starting. Right. So, um, a uh, lot to build on, though, going into off season. They'll have a good summer, I'm sure. And um, um, I think they'll uh, have a great year next year. Next year will be a little interesting because I'm not mistaken, uh, the region tournament is going to have a different look. Uh, Cookville, Mount Juliet, and Lebanon's region, that's who they will be matched up against in the tournament. It will not be Smyrna, Laverne, and um, Stewart's Creek, so it'll be a little tougher. Right, right. Um, And as you say, he brings back four starters, and the sixth man was a freshman. So essentially, he's bringing back five of his top six. Um, And you do know ahead of time – there's just no mysteries with 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 him with Barry Workman. You know that if you're absolutely sure, <laughs> you really are that if you don't play really really hard, you're going to be sitting over there by him. I mean, you just are. He's not going to coddle you or anything like that. He's fair, but I mean, he's not going to. Mm-hmm. And so, and when I I saw them play one time, so I'm an expert, right? My, you know, I know everything. I saw them play one time in the finals of the district tournament, and they played as hard as anybody that I've seen play all year. And they didn't look impressive as far as their size or either, but they were quick and they carried out his plan and they won. Well, you know, they hit kind of a snag there in the district portion of the year where they lost, you know, four in a row, I think. And the one thing he's good at, though, um, if he's got a team that can run, they're going to run you to death. Right. But if he's got to muddy the water and make the game a little ugly, uh, he can do that as well. Right. Uh, always seems to have a good point guard. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, uh, the Divins kid was a really good point guard, and you can go back to 
uh, the kid that went on played at middle. I mean, you know, they, um, he always has a good point guard that kind of runs the show. And, um, you know, he coaches to what his, per, his personnel can do. And a lot of coaches can't do that. They've just got a philosophy. Um, we're going to play zone. We're going to play man. We're going to run and gun or, what you know, whatever uh, the case may be. And he does a really got, good job, I think, of adjusting to what his personnel is. Also, um, it appears, at least uh, from, and publicly, that he has good support from his administrators and uh, the, uh, and he has good support from the student body. They always have a, uh, a, a nice crowd there that support them, as well as the girls. And it's a good atmosphere to play in. You know, good facilities, good gym, great practice facilities. Uh, it's, it's just, I mean, I'm not here promoting that you go to Blackman. I'm just telling you what I see. Uh, and he he's he's hard to beat. Well, we flipped the page, as we said. We're on to spring sports. Um, I think both Eagle Bowl teams, you know, won state championships last year. It's kind of weird being a – been the TWS double A since nineteen nineteen, and none of them, no team had ever won a state title, and they win two within a twenty four hour window. There, you know, and um, I tell you what, that's the, in the softball. Um, it's really going to be interesting though with Huntland in their dish because they are really good. I know right. they beat Siegel the other day. They've got a big time pitcher. I can't remember where she's going, but it's a a pretty big time school so uh you know there's no guarantee you know i look back that that tournament last year you know you, you see eagle will win and you think well they're automatic next year uh, there was some really good pitchers in there that were young yes that is I mean, correct you know they won a one nothing game with one hit yeah. you know i mean yeah there were some really talented pitchers and um just in their own district and you 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 see that uh, the smaller schools in softball, if you've got a good pitcher, you can compete with anybody. And heck, MTSU's best player right now, the Miller girl from um, Chapel Hill, she's hitting almost five hundred. That's unheard of in college softball. Right, uh, right. You know, so it's hard to put your bat on the ball. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of good uh, um, softball players. To, and teams around here in the mid states, and it's not just the AAA schools. I thought last year, and I, I went to the state tournament um, spring fling. I don't know, two or three times, I guess, and uh, saw Eagleville play, uh, and uh, saw Huntland play because um, Bobby Gardner's granddaughter plays for Huntland, and she's a a fine player. Trust me, she is. Um, and so I saw them play. I saw them play at home versus Huntland, and both teams are really good. One thing, and you've you've mentioned it already, there's there's a lot of things are important. Of course, you know there's a long list of things that you'd like to have, but you you start with a pitcher. If you don't have a a really good pitcher, you're not going to have a really good year. No, I mean, but period. I don't care how good you are anywhere else. Well, they could also uh, play defense. You run the bases, and that's a critical thing to do. And if you can do those things, you can compete with anybody. It, I don't care, 4A, 3 I don't care. Anybody can beat anybody, and it's interesting. 
All righty. Joined today by Jeff Jordan. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Celeste Middleton, Select State Farm Agent, and Lee Colvin for all your financial needs. Do want to mention uh, one thing. Our condolences out to the Greg Hall's family. His um, brother, John, uh, uh, fine sponsors on our show. His brother, John, unexpectedly passed away on Saturday. So we uh, certainly want to give our condolences out to their family. All righty, we'll take a break and be right back. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by any time today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration your local trusted roofing experts. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Jeff Jordan joining us today. All right, let's get into the Lady Raiders. Uh, Jeff, they ran into a buzzsaw, a team averaging about four or five threes a game. They hit 13 out of 27. Um, and middle was like three out of 20-something. So um, that shaped up for a bad day um, really all around. Um, uh, they got behind. got back in it with about five minutes. I thought that last two minutes of that first half kind of really led to their undoing. Right. They were still hanging around. 
then thing next thing you know they're down 14 at the half and then you're down 22 right and i agree with that the, the momentum for some reason it doesn't usually happen at that point but it did on, uh, on that evening and uh, and they and you're exactly right the last four minutes of the half uh, proved and we were taking the same kind of shots you know we just they weren't falling in there and 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 the other team uh, did, did very well during that period and all of a sudden we're down a lot uh, and you've had the feeling that well we, we've dug ourselves a hole here we may climb out of it but probably we're not going to and we didn't uh great season 28 wins won the regular season conference and the conference tournament that's hard to do these days um had some challenges along the way, and I, I thought this team might give them problems because um, it, it, it was hard to try to compare and compare them to anybody. But they were a little, a little like UTEP, and they had some really big bodies, not just tall girls, but big, big girls. Uh, the ones at UTEP weren't as quite as athletic as these are, but as you. Look back the three times MTSU played UTEP, they were three really good games. Right. Tight games. So I thought that might be an issue, you know, particularly on the boards, but you know, you don't get a lot of offensive re you don't get a lot of rebounding chances when they knock down thirteenth no. <laughs> threes. But you know, it was a it was a it was a tougher matchup, you know. You look coming in, uh, Colorado didn't have a bad loss. They had some you know, they'd beaten Teams like UCLA and a Red Hot Washington State team coming in, USC. Um, they beat some really good teams this year. And we did, um, I don't know the final stat, but we did lose the rebound battle by a big number. Yes. And uh, and it, it, a lot of it was offensive rebounds on part of mm-hmm. Colorado, which meant, of course, they got a second and maybe third shot. Um, and, and that really – hurt us and you look at that record and you think 28 and 4 and i know what if what if what if that's the coach's favorite thing to say but if we hadn't played so poorly in those two games out in texas uh we could have been 30 and 2 i mean that and 28 and 4 is a miracle really Mm -hmm. i just you just don't expect that i don't care how good you are uh and with the schedule we played um well, we had some advantages. Uh, I think we did. We uh, the teams that we played didn't have one thing that we could do, uh, maybe better than anybody in the conference. Well, maybe so because we won the conference. Is that all? All five players on the floor could score. They all could shoot, and and shoot and good shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that really helped us. Well, Monty, we played uh, a number of teams, even good teams. That they had one one or two players that were no threat to score, yep. uh, and and that didn't apply to us. So I, I thought it was a terrific year, but you and I both know that when when you take that extra step and you win the tournament and you are you getting that large bid, which I don't know whether we would have or not. I, I don't. I would think we would have, but maybe not. Um, when you when you you step up to it and 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 go with the the brand names, the big schools, uh, and you look at their players, and you look at ours, and 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 you, you like ours, and we love them. I saw them play twenty times, I guess, um, seemingly, but we're we're smaller, and you've already said it, we're lighter. We really are, 
and we play people that are bigger, bigger than we are, and they are as fast as we are. And that's where we fall down. But the good thing is they got most of the team back. They lose Malaska, who was a great player off the bench for him, uh, second-leading scorer. And, you know, Alexis Whittington, you know, her her stat sheet might not overwhelm you at times, but she's that kind of player that next year will say, boy, we really miss Whittington. Yeah. Because she always drew the toughest defensive assignment. How she didn't make the all-conference defensive team again, she did last year, is beyond me. I, I tried. I don't understand I, I it at all. I can't figure that one out. And, you know, you needed a big bucket, she'd get you a big bucket. You need a big rebound, she'd get you a big rebound. You needed two clutch free throws knocked down, she would do that, you know. But she'll she'll be missed, uh, that's for sure. Well, I tell you what, you because we've watched her around here since, uh, oh, I think seventh grade. Um, and you, Riverdale, state championships and so forth. And she's, I think she has set the record. Doesn't she hold the record for the most games uh, played at middle? Yes. Uh, and uh, she come off the bench and I t- she just drives you crazy. If you if you're trying to control the basketball and get it where it needs to go and and play out on the perimeter, she is all over you and she does it without fouling out. Yeah. It, it, she's just a fine defensive player. I don't know why she didn't make the all defensive team. I have no idea. Makes no sense. But a lot to build around next year. I had a good recruiting year. Had a Miss Basketball winner uh, from Martin Westview. Uh, so um, and some other players coming in and. You never know what happens in that portal. And speaking of that portal, last year MTSU's men were one of the few teams that didn't use it and didn't get poached. Uh, they're um, got five now. Five different players are entering the portal. Your most significant um, junior uh, Eli Lawrence and sophomore Tafel Leonard. Um, Lawrence is going to graduate, so he's going to seek his um, opportunities elsewhere. And you know, Leonard, if he stayed, he'll he stayed. He'd easily been the all-time blocks leader. Um, he, his scoring didn't go up like I thought it would this year, but he was still around eight, nine points a game and a great defensive player. So. They, you know, they also lose um, Christian Fussell, sophomore, junior Tyler Millen forward, and junior guard Trayvon Smith. Um, those guys more looking probably more for more playing time, whereas um, Lawrence and Leonard may be looking to land with a power five school, in which um, I think they probably will. Yeah, and I, I think they're both capable of doing that. I, I and I, and these other players that are leaving, and if the, if more playing time was the reason for that, and I'm not saying it is or isn't, I don't have any idea. But they probably would have gotten that playing time. If they'd stay right where they were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, evidently not, and so they've been advised to 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 go elsewhere, which puts a lot of pressure on on whoever's doing the recruiting, doesn't it? Sure does, and I I, I um. I use his name a lot. You wonder back in, you know, before the portal hit, you know, if it was around, let's say it was around, and I always use his name when Giddy Potts played after his freshman year, averaging about 
15 points a game, you wonder, does he stay? Right. Because there was no doubt he was, quote, a SEC guard. He had the body for it, certainly had the ability. You wonder if he would have stayed the whole four years here. So. What uh, a delightful player to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just had fun. Yeah. And, and But – he, he well, he had fun when the game started too. But I don't mean that he was uh, uh, necessarily a hot dog or look at me kind of player. But I mean, when he came out of the huddle. Uh, you know, he's skipping to the center circle. He's jumping up and down at the center circle before, yeah. and he is calling attention to himself. I realize that and he is, yes. But then after that, he becomes just a deadly opponent, and the crowd loved him. And and I know on my row. We loved him, too. We, oh. we miss Giddy. We do. Fantastic player. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. I'm trying to clear up this rank over here in the Two Rivers area on Briley Parkway southbound at Lebanon Pike. Again, it's still in its clearing stages. Traffic slower than it normally would be. Over here, two of the left lanes are still blocked. Steady flow of traffic continues out through the Mount Julian area through Wilson County, that's looking pretty decent. 24 lots of radar through Rutherford County this afternoon. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Ask them about their vapor blaster that removes paint without dust damaging the house. Log on now, nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Folks, we try not to be controversial, but in these times, you can't help it. Tune in to Rutherford Magazine with your host, me, Mike Sparks, Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. Listen as we talk politics, some local history, faith, and freedom. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, I'm there. Do I have a hi now? Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the 
Championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help. A true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Basketball season is complete at Middle Tennessee. The women's basketball season came to an end in the first round of the NCAA tournament, falling to the number six seed Colorado Buffaloes, 82-60 at Cameron Indoor Stadium on the campus of Duke University on Saturday night. The Lady Raiders end their year 28-5, and they struggle to slow down the Buffaloes, who are now 24-8, getting doubled up in the first quarter 22-11. After a cold start shooting from the floor, Middle would climb back into the game late in the second quarter, cutting the lead to as few as five points, but then a 9-0 run in the final minute and 21 seconds of the half by Colorado left MTSU further behind at the break 42-28. The Blue Raiders could just... Never catch up, fell by behind by as much as 26 at the end of the third quarter. And uh, Colorado went on to win it 82-60. to Colorado and Duke will play in the second round tonight in Durham. But what a year. Regular season conference USA champs, tournament champs, and yet another uh, trip to the NCAA tournament. Congratulations for a great year. Well, speaking of congratulations, women's assistant coach Nina Davis has been named 30 under 30 for the 22-23 season as announced by the WBCA on Monday. The 30 under 30 program was created to recognize 30 up-and-coming women's basketball coaches aged 30 and under at all levels of the game. Each honoree has exemplified their involvement in community service, mentorship, and impact on others professional manner and attitude and professional association involvement. Davis just completed her third season as an assistant with the Lady Raiders, but uh, Nina Davis honored by the Women's Basketball Coaches Association as a 30 under 30. Well, Blue Raider baseball with the series on the line. Middle Tennessee trail late against Western Kentucky at Reese Smith Field on Sunday. But as the old adage goes, it ain't over till it's over. The Blue Raiders scored two runs in the sixth and seventh innings, as well as three in the eighth to stun the Hilltoppers eight to six in the rubber matchup, winning the series two games to one. Trailing five to one, uh, an E3 off the bat of Geno Avros played at a pair of Raiders in the sixth after the Hilltoppers made it six to three on a solo home run in the seventh. The Blue Raiders made it a one-run game off the bat of Jeremiah Boyd and a Brett Coker run on a pass ball. But the grand finale of the series came in the eighth when Gabe Jennings scored from third on a wild pitch to tie the game before JT Mabry singled to drive in Luke Vinson and Avros from the second and third base bags that gave MTSU the win. Blue Raiders play midweek game tomorrow night in Cookville, 6 o'clock. You can hear it right here on WGNS. 
Blue Raiders softball won their series against UAB, winning the first two games of the series, but then dropped uh, the fi- the finale 10-7 to on Sunday. The Blue Raider defense uh, totaled five errors on the day, allowing the Blazers to take advantage with a few runs. Coming up next, it will be Central Arkansas coming up on Wednesday at 5 o'clock in Murfreesboro. Also a final note, Cameron Karsich has been named Conference USA Pitcher of the Week. That's announced by the league office earlier today. She now has middle has now had a player or pitcher of the week in three consecutive weeks. All right, that is it for today. We'll have another update tomorrow, and also we'll have the baseball game for you from Tennessee Tech tomorrow night here on WGNS. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone – the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you each day by Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk, joined today by Jeff Jordan, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Colvin for all your financial needs, and Celeste Middleton, Select State Farm Agent. All right, let's see where we go from here. Jeff, uh, we'll mention. Some Blue Raider baseball. MTSU takes two out of three from Western Kentucky. Always nice to beat the team from the north. Uh, won 12-8, lost 8-6, won 8-6. Comeback fashion yesterday. So, Blue Raiders 2-1 and one in conference play. They'll go to FAU um, this week. And um, so, good start for them in conference play. They play at Tennessee Tech uh, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Uh, speaking of baseball, I came across, and I was looking, I wanted to see what opening day was or when the first game's going to be played, and I did not know this. For the first time since 1968, every team is playing on opening day. Oh, my goodness. I thought they stretched it out over three games, three days. I did, too. So, what, 16 will be... <laughs> 0-1, 16 will be 1-0. So, hope springs eternal for everybody this year. But that's pretty cool. It is. It and is. the Braves and uh, Nationals and one other team, I can't think who it is, two other teams, played the first game. 
of the season at 12.05. So. Usually it's Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, Well, I, that, that's interesting to know. Is that? Do you remember the date? Is it April 1st? Or it's uh, March 30th. The 30th. Okay. Yeah. Is that the day before the the national championship game in basketball? It's a Thursday, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, because they yeah, usually Thursday. All right, because they usually coincide within a day or two yeah. of each other. Um, well, that's interesting. All of them play the same day. My goodness, Jim, that's unusual. Jim Nance has had a good gig over the years. Call the Final Four, then head to Augusta. <laughs> yeah, he moved to Nashville. Do what now? He and his family moved to uh-huh. Nashville. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's very good, isn't he? Yes, he really is. But, uh, um, I know this, too, uh, and that is that the, the network, what is it, CBS? Yeah. They start promoting their coverage of the, of the Masters long before the Masters. I oh, mean, like February. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, they really promote that thing, and I think I don't believe they promote anything. You know, maybe they might tell you some years that they're the home to the Super Bowl or something, but they really promote the Masters. It is a very popular uh, uh, event. Oh, Freddie Couples got into a war of words uh, last week with the LIV, the Live Tour. Yeah, Sergio and um, Bill Mickelson were being critical of the PGA Tour and all this. <laughs> And Couples finally just said, he goes, hey, look, I got no problem if they want to go play on that um, tour and shoot their 74 or 75. He goes, but don't be blasting the tour I've played on for over 30 years. <laughs> and they have, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little dig, shoot your 73, yeah. 74. Yeah, that's, yeah, which is a bad score. Yeah. <laughs> you and I would love that, but bad score. But anyway, yes, baseball uh, right around the corner for some. I tell you what, they got all these rule changes. It's hard to keep up with some stuff. The You know, the clock that they're on now and all that. You know, I'm like, what are they saving? About 10 minutes a game maybe? I don't have any Doing idea. That, I'm guessing. I, I will say this, and uh, we're talking on, on this show uh, oh, I don't know, a month ago, and uh, last season, um, we went to uh, visit my daughter in Alabama, and we went uh, just down the road, really, from where she lives, into Pensacola, and saw the Pensacola AA team play somebody, I don't know who they were playing, and uh, beautiful ballpark, etc. But the clock, they were that was one of the teams that was experimenting with the clock, and it, it, it did... It did speed up the game, no question about that, and, you, and it was notable. That now, how much quicker the total game was, I don't have any idea. Yeah, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind it. It's just you got to keep up with so much different stuff, the matrix and all that, and you know, you can only throw, do a pickoff move against the same runner twice in a sequence or an inning, um, and the one I, I'll just I don't. I'll never like. I will not like that international tie-breaking rule. And um, when it goes into extra innings, putting the runner at second, I just, I just, I can't stand that at all. That, that's me. They don't, as I say all the time, they. You're get, an old, an old school guy. <laughs> they get to ask me. You know, I'll go with the playoff teams. You know, every other sport does it. You know, you got to. 
to pay those contracts you gotta you gotta have days where you make a lot of money but uh i don't know i just it goes extra innings go extra innings i know they're trying to protect the arms and all that stuff but you know i don't know you put the guy at second that made the last out right yeah in the inning before um i think the braves were like 11 and 10 last year in it something like that that i wouldn't thought they were that good but okay um i don't know whether i part of me likes it part of me doesn't like it i it, it's 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 not well it has changed the game of baseball i don't like that so but i went along with the designated hitter so I'm, you know, okay all right you listen to all sports talk uh, we'll take our final break and be right back Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So, if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. Here on News Radio WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. Trying to clear up this wreck over here in the Two Rivers area on Briley Parkway southbound at Lebanon Pike. Again, it's still in its clearing stages. Traffic slower than it normally would be. Over here, two of the left lanes are still blocked. Steady flow of traffic continues out through the Mount Julian area through Wilson County. That's looking pretty decent. 24 lots of radar through Rutherford County this afternoon. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Ask them about their vapor blaster that removes paint without dust damaging the house. Log on now, nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Jeff Jordan. Brought to you by Celeste Middleton, Select State Farm Agent, Lee Colvin for all your financial needs, and fans heating and air. Uh, this portion of the show also brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. How's your brackets looking? Disaster. 
but so's everybody else. So I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I printed out this bracket, and I'm wearing readers, and it's still difficult to read. I mean, three SEC teams in the Sweet 16. Of course, Alabama, and I think two there are kind of a surprise in um, Tennessee and Alabama. After I watched Tennessee play their opener, I was forced to eat UT Crow because I said they ain't got a prayer at beating Duke. Right. Well, they <laughs> they bullied Duke around. Yeah, they really did, yeah. And the one kid scores 27 points. I don't know if he'd scored that many in the last three games combined. Hey, they, I, I heard them talking about their strategy and whatnot. And they, they were going to try to really play very, very physical with, with Duke's uh, freshman and they had four freshmen start. So, uh, for the future, they, I'm going to repeat that. They had four freshmen start. Uh, and the fourth, start, fifth starter was a junior. So, they'll bring all those back. Uh, but, okay. Um, and and that seemed to work. It was a physical game. Uh, no question about that. And they, and you're right. They pushed them around the floor pretty good. The uh, FAU-Memphis game was a great game Friday night. Uh, Memphis... Uh, won by a point. Uh, I mean, um, FAU won by a point. They move on to the next round. You figure it's Purdue, but Fairleigh Dickinson, who really shouldn't even been there. Right. They didn't win their conference. Their conference had a rule the team's got to wait four years for, which I do not understand that at all. <laughs> They're good enough to win your conference tournament. You'd figure you'd want your best team in right. there representing. But it was uh, FDU and uh, they gave FAU all they wanted yesterday to write at the end. And, you know, Purdue, of course, I've been to a game up there with Herzer. He has Matt Painter's his first cousin. So, yeah, I don't know if Andy's talked to him. I imagine he's probably going to leave him alone for a while. Well, <laughs> uh, that's got a sting. And, you know, they Purdue's had such – he's done such a great job up there. I mean, they've really been a model of consistency and, you know, when the – tournament and the um, um, regular season this year, but when they get in the postseason, just some crazy things just happened to well, them. they you panicked know. the other night, and no question yeah. about it. They didn't even want to shoot the basketball, and they were behind. Uh, and uh, they, they just played very poorly, and the deeper we got into the game, and when he got right down to the last, well, three minutes, they couldn't do much of anything. Uh-huh. And as they say, uh, the longer you hang around uh, and you're an underdog, the more you start believing the onus gets pretty tough on the team that's supposed to win. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's something to that. And I also think that when you get in the last three or four minutes and you're still there, hanging around, as you said, and you're still there, the, the crowd forgets maybe who's supposed to win, who's supposed to lose. I mean, it's just, hey, we're playing. This is a game of basketball. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference what our name well, and is. And the crowd always turns and it becomes like a major home. They probably had more fans there than they've had it at, at their home games all year. That's right. You know, other, yeah. other fans start cheering for you. You know, it's crazy. And you had all that. I'll tell you, something kind of between that and, and then F, the FAU deal and then, you know, Furman winning the game. Kind of lost in it that they're not really going up much. It's Princeton in the Sweet 16, and they beat Arizona, who I guarantee you a lot of people had them way out to the right. Right. 
in their bracket, and then they didn't beat Missouri. They dissected them. I yeah. mean, they stomped their fannies in the ground yesterday. That's right. It was just, and I'm like, wow. Well, Here they are. Well, and they play Creighton. I didn't match up with Creighton. So, who knows? But yeah, a lot of weird brackets. Michigan State, the only Big Ten team left. If, I didn't even know if they'd get in the tournament. I know. <laughs> way if I saw if you're a fan of a of an underdog team and, and you have your bracket and you pick us, let's just say you were for you were a Princeton person. Okay, you really like Princeton, so you pick you pick Princeton. Okay, well that that puts your bracket way in front. But if there are five or six other teams in the tournament similar to Princeton with no chance, okay, and they win, then your then your bracket is a mess as well. And that applies to me. Uh, my bracket is shot. But I'm with a lot of other people. I mean, their brackets are shot too. The bracket we do, there's about 10 of us that do it every year. You know, a lot of brackets, you get a point for round one, two, four, you know. If you picked, if you picked Princeton, you got 15 points. If you picked them again, you got 15 more points. <laughs> so it's by your seed. Did you do that, money? No, I did not. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> I did not. Um, the only thing I did, I got all the seven and tens right. And I think I missed maybe one or two eight and nines. I'm still on the hunt, but I'm limping. Well, that's I'm about, me. I'm I, about to pile out. There, there's eight of us, I think. Seven or eight of us, eight of us, I guess, in the family that did it. And I believe I'm tied for fourth. I believe that's I believe that's correct, which probably means I don't have a shot. But you know, that's okay. I I don't care. What I, what I really like to do is. If I win it, I'll make fun of everybody, and if I don't, I'll have to, I'll, I get I get a lot of laughs because <laughs> we have people that pick the mascot. Oh yeah, we have people that pick team colors. Um, people that pick the high seed, no matter what, no matter who it is. No upset. Yeah, right. I mean, just I guess there's a way of, you can dream up a way to do it, but uh, nothing method, works. Method to the March Madness. As I understand it, ESPN did say last night they had no they had no perfect. No, nope. I don't know how many millions of people entered 300 that. Three hundred million. Uh, there's a ton of people. They had no nobody had a perfect bracket left. There were no perfect brackets. Well, before we get out of here, oh yeah, um, Kevin Byard reportedly asked to take a pay cut, and he said. Thanks for no thanks. If you want to read about that, uh, Terry McGormick, who has a website, the Titan Insider, also works for Main Street Media. You can go to the Murfreesboro Post, and that is posted on our website. Will be the article also be in the paper uh, tomorrow. He pretty much just said, um, "No, my level of play has not dropped off, and I haven't missed a game in seven years." Right. He's also taken a pay cut before. Yeah. And stretched it out over more years. Yeah. So, uh, he, so they could hire other people. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. Uh, you know, it's it's not his fault they have not known how to manage a football team. I, I think that's exactly Mo- correct. From a money standpoint. And I often am not really on the player's side. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in in this case, I, not because he's a middle guy, although I'm proud of that. That's that's wonderful. And he seems he's, he's very well spoken. He's a real gentleman. And he shows up for work. Uh, uh, every day, um, but 
I, I, in this particular case, I think I'm, you know, not that he's asked me, but I believe I kind of side with him. I do, too. Cause they, they may trade him. Yeah, very well could. I mean, they say business is business. You know, when a player gets cut, you know, it seems cruel sometimes, but business is business. Well, it doesn't work. It's not business is business. It's totally tilted one way and right. towards owner. It's tilted to the players, too. Business is business. He's got a big foundation, him and his wife run. He puts a lot of money into it. He's like, my level of play is not dropped. He played 114 straight games. <laughs> he And a guy, on, what, Amani Hooker's making more money than him now? Sits behind him and plays, what, eight? I mean, he he uh, he, he is he is exactly what the, the Titans are looking for all the time. I don't know how many defensive backs we have tested down there. Okay, it, it just seems like it's a never-ending stream, and we get to keep one or two every once in a while. And of course, they do what Titan players seemingly always do: they get hurt. And they're out a week or two weeks or whatever, okay? But the guy they're looking for is another Bynard, and now they're, and now they're mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to get rid of him, maybe. I don't yeah. know whether they will or not. Well, there, there are problems uh, for signing likes of Julio Jones and <laughs> Bud Dupree, who when Bud was on the field, he was productive, but it didn't do you any good if he's not on the field. You know, Javani and Clowney, uh, the defensive – tackle for the Falcons that never played a down. I mean, you can go on and Still on. Still hadn't, has he? <laughs> no. You can go on and on with those guys. What did he weigh? 300 and something? I thought 290, yeah. 300 times? I don't know what he weighed. He was a physical specimen, but he evidently had a little problem with enthusiasm for the game of football. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Enjoyed it, man. Me too. We'll see you next time. And That'll do it for today's show. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, though. We'll talk to you then. Have a great rest of the day. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.